are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 22. Welcome to Yoga Boss, the only podcast for ambitious yoga teachers who know the real value of yoga, where life coach and yoga teacher Jackie Skinner teaches you how to rewire your brain to confidently leap from employee to yoga entrepreneur. Are you ready to build the business of your dreams? Hello, friends. Welcome back to Yoga Boss, episode number 22. It's too good to be true, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) This episode I almost called Waiting for the Other Shoe to Drop. Same idea. So by the time that you listen to this episode, I will be moved in to a new apartment in Chicago. And just kind of big month. My fiance was laid off in New York and we looked for new jobs for him. My job I obviously can do anywhere because it's virtual. And we decided that it was best for us to get out of New York City and go somewhere new so that he could have the career that he wants to have too. So in June, we he found a new job. He interviewed, he did all the things. We put our apartment in New York up for sublease and we started searching for an apartment in Chicago. We also planned our wedding. We have an official date October 10th of this year, 10 10 20, and we started really boogieing on all the things. And then on top of that, I had my biggest month in my business so far. And on top of that, I traveled, we went to the beach, I went to Charlotte to look for a wedding dress. It was just a really incredible month. And what I found happening is this kind of fear that like, oh shit, (laughs) excuse my language, oh shit, something is going to happen, right? It sounded like in my brain, oh my gosh, that was too easy. It's too good to be true. There's no way it can last. There's no way I can do it again. Like dun, dun, dun. What's going to happen next? Because I know this amazing life that is working out for me is too good to be true. This is what is referred to as the upper limit problem. I did not come up with this. This is a concept created by Gay Hendricks, who wrote a book, The Big Leap. And if you haven't read it, I highly suggest it. But what I'm experiencing, every single person experiences in their life at some point. So what is the upper limit problem? How do we understand this? I want you to think about your thermostat in your home, your apartment, your house, whatever it is. You might have your thermostat summer here in the U.S. So you might have your thermostat set to like 72 or 69 or 68, wherever you want your temperature to be. And your thermostat does a really good job of reading the temperature in the room. And then if it gets hotter than what it's set to, it kicks on and air blows out, right? And if it drops lower, it doesn't kick on. The same concept is true, but for your mind. So we all have a internal temperature setting for how happy how well, how successful, how creative, how good our lives can go. And if we start to hit that temperature setting, if we go above it, 
what tends to happen is that we start to self-sabotage typically in unconscious ways to bring that thermostat back down. So this is what I was experiencing for the last couple of weeks. I Everything seems to be going well, right? Life is good. I'm making money. I'm moving. I'm like very happy in my relationship. Everything seems to be going well. And so I started to freak out. It's too good to be true. That was too easy. And what I unconsciously did is started to procrastinate and not show up and not post. Part of that was intentional for the Black Lives Matter movement. And then part of it really wasn't, if we're being honest. So these tiny little things of self-sabotage started to get in the way of how happy I believed I could be, how well I thought my life could go. Now, the flip side of this is also true. So if your temperature is set and let's say you lose a job like my fiance did, his dropped down. And what he did was bust his butt for a little bit until he got that temperature back up to normal, back up to, okay, I have a job, I have income. So it goes either way. But what happens is this thermostat is determining how much love and success and creativity we allow ourselves to enjoy. When we exceed it, we often self-sabotage just to get back to what feels familiar to ourselves. And this temperature setting is often programmed in childhood. So it's programmed by who you saw around you, what you thought was possible for them. It's programmed by subconscious things that you don't even know are influencing your temperature setting. And it keeps you from going to your life of being totally fulfilled, totally living in your genius, having the business that you want with the relationship that you want, with the travel that you want. So you really want to get curious about what is your temperature setting? All right, so let's just really break this down because it's not that hard to see that, yes, this happens for everyone. Remember the model. We talk about it in the very first episode and throughout the first couple episodes. The model says that circumstances of our lives are neutral. So how many clients I signed in June is neutral. It's neutral. We know that because one person is going to think, oh my gosh, that's not even a lot. When another person thinks that's amazing. So it can't be one of those. It just is a certain number. We have thoughts about our neutral circumstances, that's amazing, or that's too good to be true, that create our feelings. For me, the thought that was too good to be true created fear. Our feelings drive all of our actions. So from fear, I took fear-based action which really looked like procrastination and unintentionally, but kind of intentionally sabotaging myself and sabotaging my business, not showing up, not posting, not over delivering, not, I had a whole new Facebook ad I wanted to get running and I haven't got that running. That fear-based action that I was taking created the result that I currently have. Your actions always create your results. So then it almost starts to prove itself true from taking these actions. See, it was too good to be true. It was too easy. We know that because it's not still happening. 
So it kind of cycles and cycles and cycles. This is how we start to self-sabotage without even knowing that it's happening. You can hear this in your own brain. If you're in the place of, oh my gosh, I can't stay this way for long. What's around the corner? Gotta wait for the other shoe to drop. This is too good to be true. Notice when those thoughts pop up in your head and know that you've met your upper limit. You've hit your threshold for how much you believe your life can go well. So what you want to do, step one, is get the awareness that you need to overcome this. What I teach my clients to do is a thought download, and that essentially is writing, downloading all of your thoughts from your brain to your paper. Writing, journaling, getting those thoughts out so you can see what they are saying, all of your thoughts around what's going on, writing down your thoughts about how successful you think you're allowed to be, how successful you learned you were allowed to be growing up, what you believe is possible for your life, getting really curious about what you think the limits are for you in your life. We are seeing this happen in our modern world as a society. We are getting really curious about the beliefs of what we think to be true for the people in this world. This is happening in the Black Lives Matter movement and we're saying, hey, no longer are we okay with this limiting belief of what's possible for black people to achieve in their lives. We're raising that bar, we're raising that up as it should be. And the other way that we're starting to transition this is in the corporate world, in the US, females make Ah, I forget what it is, but it's 97 cents on the dollar the males make. It's something like that. We make less money than them. And we're starting to say, hey, we are going to push through this glass ceiling, this imaginary temperature setting of what we believe is possible for females and women in the world. And we are going to go bust through that. So what you're doing is busting through your own glass ceiling. It is vital for you to understand where your glass ceiling is and it's vital for you to bust through that so we can bust through this as a society. So we can start to change bigger, older, more programmed beliefs about what is possible. Whew. All right, let me get off my soapbox. Step one is awareness. Thought download. Get really curious. Get really aware of what you think is possible for you. Step two is to practice feeling good. This is something I talk about a lot of processing your emotion and feeling your feelings. And typically when I'm talking about it, I'm talking about sitting with discomfort, any kind of uncomfortable emotion, letting it be there, processing it fully. But we also have to practice feeling good. Our bodies and our minds primitive brain specifically, would rather choose what is familiar and like safe than what's actually in benefit of us. So if you have practiced the feeling of anxiety for most of your life, you are going to have to practice and teach your body to be just as familiar and feeling joy and love and excitement. You're going to have to practice feeling good. Sit in feeling good. Start to notice. The next time you feel amazing, 
notice it. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling happy, joyful, excited, proud, whatever it is, and see how long you can stay in that emotion. And what I'm guessing is it's not very long for most of us. We have to actually learn the skill of feeling good on purpose. So when things are going well, you want to soak it in. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the revenue goal when you hit it. Enjoy finding the dream apartment when you hit it. Totally talking to myself right now. Sit in that instead of letting your brain go back to the familiar thing, freaking out about the other shoe dropping. Be in it. You want to really get clear in that moment what it is that you want to feel in your life. What feelings do you want to be most familiar in your life? What feelings do you want to feel more often? Like, At the end of all of this, you want to say the thing I felt the most was just overwhelming joy or love or gratitude. You have to practice feeling joy and love and gratitude on a daily basis on purpose. Step three is rewriting what you believe to be possible for you. And this is where all of the magic happens. You get to choose What will you let be possible for you? Will you let it be possible that you can have a six-figure yoga business, serving people of the world, while having amazing friendships and relationships, while taking time off, while fully embodying who you want to be? Will you let that be possible? Hell, will you let way more than six figures be possible? What do you want to be possible for you? Then ask yourself, are you willing to feel good and have your life go well? Are you willing to extend your capacity to feel good and have your life go well? Practice that every single day. This comes up in business for everybody at some point. So for me, I had a huge revenue goal. I was proud and excited and I know exactly how I did it, but still my brain wanted to say, "Uh uh-uh, no, it's too good to be true. Not going to happen again. So just know that this is there. Go ahead now and start to practice feeling good on purpose. Practice believing in possibility way more often than you believe in the other shoe dropping. All right, friends, that's what I have for you today about the upper limit problem. The book is called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And see you in the next podcast. I will be in Chicago recording that one. Who knows where I'll be recording it. Fun stuff ahead. I am gearing up to launch a new offer, a brand new thing. It's going to be amazing. If you're interested in working with a group of yoga teachers to build your businesses, you have to email me. It's Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E, at Jackie G Skinner, S-K-I-N-N-E-R.com. Send me an email, say I totally want to be a part of this group, and I'll put you on the list to receive all of the details, the very special VIP list. You'll get the details first. Have an amazing, amazing week, and I'll talk to you in episode 23.